I'm going to ask you to get really honest with yourself right now. How many chances, how many times have you quote unquote started over with your current partner? We use that term, it's a clean slate, we're going to start fresh. As if those words have some kind of magical, transformative power. Those are just words, they don't miraculously change anyone. You are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. Play along with me here. Let's just consider that the primary reason why some people are in romantic relationships actually is not for love. Some people are in relationships, certainly not for the notion of taking into consideration the needs of another person on a regular basis. For some, the romantic relationship is a way of gaining a sense of power and control and ultimately a feeling of self-importance through the manipulation and the possession of another person. We can add it to the list. Here's another thing we're not taught. We really aren't taught to recognize the difference between genuine love and that kind of love bombing that, of course, makes it so easy for any person to get hooked, to get addicted to a relationship that has such extreme highs and such extreme lows. I mean, I know I've had an experience myself where I couldn't tell the difference. I mean, in my mid-20s, he was convincing. You know, and and nobody tells us that, hmm, Prince Charming can actually be a red flag, can be a warning sign. But it's easy to ignore any, any early warning signs that pop up because who doesn't like being flattered or adored or told how amazing they are, how perfect you and your partner are for one another. You're on top of the moon. You think you've got a better thing going on than anybody that you've ever met. The problem is that these are just niceties. It's just him or her telling you what you want to hear. And if you take an honest look back to the beginning, there was a part of you that probably did question some of the things that you saw going on. There was a part of you that was onto this facade. You saw that "Mm, some of these behaviors aren't really matching up with what this person's saying. But it felt good. And in order to keep your dreams alive with this person, you started to rationalize, downplay the things that you saw happening. Oh, it's just little white lies. Ah, it's not a big deal. Well, you know, if I had his or her troubled past, if I had mental health issues, I I would do the same. It's not his or her fault. Or, you know, yeah, I understand why he's checking in and spying on me like this. I mean, he, he really cares about me. He cares about my safety. The problem is, That if you repeat a lie often enough, it becomes accepted as the truth. So today I'm going to invite you to focus more on the quality of the sincerity in your relationship versus the intensity. I'll share a little bit more about my experience in my case. Not only did he convince me I was special to him, but he was also very convincing that he knew better than me about things. That he was some kind of great catch. That he was smart and right and worldly. 
and he was a master at making it seem like things were my fault when there were problems in that relationship. Not only that, when I look back, I also saw there was a very weird power dynamic there. It was almost like I was inferior to him. I mean, the the sense of entitlement and the expectations and the norms of that relationship were not mutually beneficial. It was like my role was to be his servant or something. Seriously. I'll never forget after a long flight, I had fallen asleep. You could clearly see I was already sleeping. He woke me up several times in that night in order to call down to the hotel to get an alcoholic drink ordered to the room for him. Mm. That's the, you know, that's what I'm saying. That There wasn't a mutual emphasis on the love and care of another person. It was about him. You know, like he didn't have the ability to pick up the phone himself when he was already awake and working. Like what? Ah, power and control. Power and control. It's a really, or it can be, a really dark place to be. It's like a manipulated, manufactured plastic affection. It's not real. It's not mutual love. It's not. And a part of us knows this. You know, in my case, I felt he was almost like the puppet master. And man, when you're on the other side of that, when you're the one who's feeling like the puppet, the one that's walking on eggshells because you don't know the next time things are going to be really bad, and you don't know the next time that things are going to be really great again because you know how great they can be. Your brain tricks you, tricks all of us. It can trick all of us. In these cases, our brain can be our own worst enemy. It can make a person believe, truly believe, that it is somehow psychologically more risky or scary to leave this person than it is to stay. To stay in a dynamic in which it's hard to realize how much mental and physical health may already be deteriorating, especially if it's been a few years in this kind of situation with these extreme highs and these extreme lows. And I do want to make a very important caveat here that if you've already experienced any kind of situation where your physical safety has been in jeopardy or you physically have been harmed or you have any thought at all, no matter how far-fetched you think it is, any notion that if you try to leave this person, they may become physical with you, please develop a safety plan reach out to a local community organization or reach out to friends or family to help you with the transition and ensure your safety. That is the most important piece. Because remember, this is a dynamic where mutual, unconditional love, it doesn't exist, but we can't see the reality of that. We're so busy either searching for the next relational high Or our brains are so fixated on the unknown. We think, man, if I'm to leave him or her, it would be so painful, be so devastating. Plus, this person wouldn't be able to live without me. They may hurt themselves, you know? And and, and again, the the reasons they keep piling up. And then there's this one, you know, that, that thought bubble, that fear of, well, what if I don't find someone I love as much? I've never felt this way about anyone else. What if I'll be alone forever? 
man, oh man, that kind of repetitive line of thinking can be very powerful, especially when you don't question it. Because ultimately, and logically, all of that thinking, all of those fears about what it would be like psychologically, if you let go of this person, if you'll never find someone you care about as much, this kind of fearful thinking has no more predictive power than any other thought you've ever had. But we can get tricked into thinking the opposite. We get tricked that these thoughts are somehow real and important because of the strong feelings that come with them. But this is a trick. It's a trick of physiology. Just because something feels real, it does not make it true. And logically speaking, the thought, I'm afraid I'll never find anybody else I love as much, kind of has the same validity as a thought like, hmm, what am I going to have for lunch today? Okay, don't turn this off. I know that sounds ridiculous, but stay with me here. Okay, stay with me. Both of those thoughts are manufactured from the same place. And they're made of the same material. They're made of imagination, which is basically just a bunch of mental activity that has no grounding in truth or reality. Another way to say this is they're both just little mental impulses, little burps of energy, but in no way, shape, or form can let you know the truth of a situation, a truth about the future. Now, it may be really hard for you to see that those two thoughts are actually made of the same stuff. And it goes back to, again, the power of the thought and feeling connection. The thought that I'm afraid I'll never find anyone I love as much. There's a lot more you have at stake in that feeling. It's a lot more loaded. And so it naturally comes with a more intense feeling than, hmm, what am I going to have for lunch today? But strong feelings, please start to explore this in your own life. Strong feelings are not proof of anything. It's not proof that the thought is even important that it's any more real or predictive than anything else. I can't hit that home enough because this is something I don't hear a lot of people talking about, that this is what it is to be human. We have thoughts when they have strong feelings attached to them. It's only natural that we get afraid. That's human. We think that we love this person so much. It only makes sense that we feel things in our body that confirm to us how special this person is, how much we love them. No matter what kind of crazy shit that person does, in these instances, we'll find another excuse. We'll make another rationalization. We'll justify his or her actions over and over again to ourselves and hopefully to our friends and family. That is another red flag. When the person you're with questions the intentions of longtime friends or tries to pitch you against family members, it also could be a sign if you haven't told many people about what's going on. Maybe you haven't told your friends or family. So I'm going to end part one here. And I really invite you as part of 
the homework, quote unquote, for today's lesson of what we should have learned in school. Take a look at the resources in the show notes. Please take a look at them. Five minutes now could make a huge impact in your life or the life of a loved one. So even if you have the happiest relationship in the world, no one ever regretted personal growth. So please learn about trauma bonding and gaslighting. It also does no harm to reflect on what I talked about in the beginning of the episode, and that was the quality, the sincerity of the relationship versus the intensity. And there are resources in the show notes to guide that inquiry as well. We're going to continue this conversation next week. It's an incredibly important topic, and it's near and dear to my heart. If you don't want to miss it, be sure to subscribe. One simple click really could make all the difference. Until next time, stay safe, stay curious, and I'll talk to you soon.